Welcome to Trailblazing Techs. And today we have Tiamo Wright, who is an associate board member at Big Brothers Big Sisters of Colorado and also is serving as this year's chair. So welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. Perfect. So glad to have you on. It's been an exciting time, also an exciting month uh, at Big Brothers uh, Big Sisters. But before we jump into talking about the organization, did want to give you the opportunity to introduce yourself uh, and your involvement with the organization. Yeah, absolutely. So I, in my professional life, am the chief of staff at Cake Insure, which is a subsidiary of Pinnacle Assurance. And essentially what that means is we get to do all the innovative fun stuff and have an amazing insurance company to back us. So I get to do everything between HR, legal, finance, kind of all the things and spreadsheets that I have fun in and, <laughs> and build an amazing culture. So that's my professional life. I got involved with Big Brothers Big Sisters actually in college on the East Coast a very different format than that, that, which is out here in Colorado. But when I moved out here for college, I really wanted to be more involved. And at the time, there were just so many women that were volunteering, not enough men. So there weren't additional spots for me. But two and a half years ago, I found a little, which I was super excited about. And I could not have been paired with a better child. Nice. She is kooky and crazy. And we play tennis and go swimming and make up imaginary games. And uh, she's 11 now. And so I mentor her. And like I said, we've been going on two and a half years. And then I decided to, one of the staff members at Big Brothers Big Sisters talked to me about the associate board. And we were on another committee for another organization together. And it sounded perfect. Mm -hmm. And now I've been involved and this is um, going on my third year. Nice, nice. And so just to give everyone an idea, what exactly goes on, the, uh, on in the associate board? What are you guys responsible for? What are you guys doing? Well, I guess we, now that we, I am yeah, part of we it. Yeah, we. yeah, so I joined actually the associate board uh, in January. I moved to Denver uh, 2019, so September-ish. And uh, it was kind of right place, right time. So I actually joined Tiamo and the rest of the team uh, January. And so I got to meet everyone. And then pandemic hit. So I haven't seen people in a while, but we're still doing a lot of really good work. But wanted to give you the opportunity to kind of share what the associate board is doing and also what Big Brothers Big Sisters does and what their mission is. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll start with the, the bigger picture. So Big Brothers Big Sisters, a lot of folks are, are kind of confused about what, what we do. And so we do one-to-one peer mentoring. And what we, we have a amazing big is what we call the uh, mentor and our mentee we call the little and it's more of a brother sister relationship it's not our job to you know um, you're not doing well in school you're a bad person it's our job to support them and these are mm -hmm. amazingly intelligent children that happen to be in you know a, a version of of life that's a little bit more challenging than other kids are experiencing and so it's so fun to talk to other bigs and get to hear their experiences because every every kid is in a very very different household and a, a different experience and what i love is we recently changed the branding for big brothers big sisters across the, the nation and it is about empowerment and i think that that's really important so there's in colorado there's three ways to get involved just in the the volunteer aspect alone and that's um the mentor 2.0 so getting kids ready for college and even the first year of college is one of the most challenging times for kids being there for that first year. And so that is communicating via email. It's a very structured system and working with a few local high schools here in Colorado. The other is sports buddies. A lot of our guys seem yeah. to love this just because it's 
pre-planned amazing sports that the organization puts on and they get to hang out there a little. And I think it's a little bit less pressure for people because they don't have to plan anything. They're like, I love sports. You love sports. This is amazing. And then the part that I'm involved with is we call it community. And that's where you set your schedule. You can meet once a week, once every other week, once a month, whatever your schedule is for you and your little and their family. And you create what you want to do. So my little and I created jars that we pull out um, of the jars or ideas of things we want to do and half the time nice. we'll throw them back in and we're like, oh, we actually just want to go swimming. Like, okay, we yeah. can do that. So that is um, the mentorship aspect of it, but there's no other, like there's so many other things that we're doing. And so the state board does a lot of the, you know, how do they support the culture of the organization? How do they do kind of the, the larger scale fiscally responsible responsibilities of, of running an organization being a, a traditional board? The mm -hmm. associate board is badass and amazing and I'm super impressed by every single person and uh, we always have tons of people apply and you know I know this but we only can select a few because we want to keep it to that high of caliber mm -hmm. and we do a lot of the events that bring in a lot of the fundraising that really helps these matches and, and it's not cheap I mean talking about the interview alone for my little and I the organization really wants to vet you they want to know that you're going to be a safe place for this kid to um, hit, not only talk to, but hang out with, and you're mentally and, and physically in a good place to begin that relationship because they don't want it to, to end before the, the year and hopefully for, for much longer. Yes. So uh, the, for us, we do a nice uh, picnic. It used to be probably for kids' sake, but we're, we kind of expanded it now where we get to have a picnic and hang out and there's cornhole and there's, there's volleyball. Obviously this year we are going to sadly postpone it till next year. And again, uh, a great way that we need to donate in other ways. And we also have uh, the gala through the state board. We have top, um, top golf is our big event for the associate board. So there's just a lot of events throughout the year. And it's what I love about it is between the state board and the associate board and the type of events that we put on. Some are really low key. You bring out some friends and you know, it's, it's very kid friendly. It's summertime and others are dress up like the gala or sanctuary. We're playing golf with, with some of your clients. So the spectrum, I feel like we put on events that anybody could, could attend and actually enjoy. And you're like, well, maybe I don't want to go to this one, but I do want to go to these other two. Yeah. And so, you know, being part or involved in a nonprofit and kind of our role is we volunteer. So right now I'm in the process of being matched since I just moved here. Um, but in Houston, I was uh, a big, I did a different program. So each location is kind of organized a little bit differently. So I did like a school-based program. Um, but when I lived in Denver before I did sports buddies and to your point, the reason why I did that was I was straight out of college. I had just moved here, wanted to kind of dip my toe and get an idea. And so every Saturday I went out and they had something planned, whether it was a park day, whether it was dodgeball, whether we went to a sporting event. And so I thought it was a great way to kind of just get exposed, meet people, learn about the organization. Um, so I love sports buddies. That's kind of how I got my exposure into big brothers, uh, big sisters. But as you mentioned with the, the, the fundraising, so of course we need financial support, but at the same time, we, not everyone is capable of giving financially, yes. Yes. but people can give their time. So not only do we need financial support, but we also need volunteers. And so as you had mentioned at the beginning, Tiamo, when you first got involved, uh, it took a while for you to get matched because there's a lot more boys in the program, just kind of just how it is. So they need yep. more men. So this is our call to action to, <laughs> to the men that are listening that, that want to be involved. Um, but also with Mentor 2.0, correct me if I'm wrong, a lot of times there seems to be a need for women for Mentor 2.0, or am I? There, there is. And, yep. and I think that Mentor 2.0, <clears throat> 
it just started out where we, we had a kind of an, an equal footing of men and uh, male and females that were joining. But what I think is interesting to your point is I, the number of amazing men in my life, I keep using the word amazing, but I'm going with it. The, <laughs> the smart and, you know, the folks that I want to be surrounded with that every time I'm, you should mentor. Why don't you yeah. do that? I don't, I don't have what it takes. And it's so fascinating because from the outside, looking in at these people, I'm like, you would be a perfect mentor. You, you would be every boy's dream. Like, oh, he knows how to play basketball and he knows how to, you know, fix things in the garage. This is amazing. And they don't. And so I do think that it's an interesting call to action because when people hear it, it's like, yeah, I don't think it's for me. Yeah. But I think even if we, we have host for the associate board, a lot of big uh, happy hours where yep. we previously did. Yeah. And with those, it's a great chance to come and talk to other people. So I would recommend, maybe you can't mentor, maybe you can't sit on a board right now. Those, those are two things that you don't really have the capacity for specifically in the situation we are right now where a lot of our events are getting canceled that means the, the money coming in to support this is getting canceled as well so i would highly recommend if somebody has you know you've been so creative with the cooking class online if there is something that you have an art skill or you know how to do great social media not only could it benefit our bigs because a lot of our bigs they're volunteering their time they're amazing humans volunteering their time and money that they also might need a new a new life lesson and maybe yeah. it's something that it's an activity that a big and a little can do together my my little and i last month we did virtual lips lip balm making and i shipped a, a lip balm making kit to her house and and i don't want to put that pressure on any bigs where in the current situation if they maybe lost their job let's say they were in the, the service industry if they lost their job i don't want them to stop having the amazing connection that they have with their little mm -hmm. because of the fact that they financially can't can't send a yep. lip balm kit. So we talk about that a lot. Of I want I don't want to make sure that people don't feel that financial stress, and we can continue to support the organization. Yeah, and I think also yeah. So in addition to the financial support, the volunteering from a standpoint of being a big and mentoring a little, but also being able to provide kind of help or services, entertainment ideas for our bigs and littles to interact with. And so that kind of brings me to the next point of the upcoming virtual cooking class that we have. We'll get to that. Yeah. Um, but you know, this is someone that is, is willing to hold a cooking class for bigs, littles, people that are interested. Um, and so that's just a great example of even it's kind of a non-traditional way of giving back to the organization. And so we're excited to do that. We'll give you details yeah. on that in a second, but that falls under this campaign that we're currently in, in May. So I wanted you to talk about what we're doing in this month. Yes, absolutely. So we kicked it off on May 5th and we're going till May 25th. And we, as associate board members, we, we financially support the organization as well, which I think is amazing because I want to be, I want to see the folks that put your money where your mouth is. If you support this organization, I want you to show up every day and do so. And so the part of the campaign is we want to make sure that the associate board is raising $25,000 to match the other money that's being raised by other folks. And so we're getting so creative with puzzles with the virtual cooking class what other things can we do because as i mentioned some of the the earlier activities and events that we're having throughout this year we are losing that money coming in and that directly impacts the organization and directly impacts the great work that the organization is doing so until the 25th we are we you know everyone's uh blowing up their social media they're reaching out to their friends and families and again I understand and I, I fully, fully comprehend that not everyone can get financially. So just like you said, Brittany, if we can do some type of, maybe you have gift cards to your company that you say, great, come, come, you know, put that in a raffle for the next event that you have, or maybe you have 
great drawing skills. There is other ways that you can support us. And so I think that there's so many different versions of, again, associate board or state board. You can mentor, you can come to the events and support us that way because they're fun. And, yeah. you know, and you could give money online. You could come to the, the future events. But I would really ask that folks look at some of the virtual events that we have coming up. I think we have been really creative and just getting to sit on some of these meetings is amazing because our, we want, we want to grow this group of people. We have, like I said, some of the brightest folks on the associate board that get to network with others. And some of the ideas that are coming out, out of these meetings and ways that we can help the organization are incredible. So what if we took that and met with people not in the organization to give us some of their ideas and some of their skill sets? Yeah. Yeah. And so one thing with getting creative is you mentioned kind of that, that volleyball tournament kind of park day uh, was, was canceled and remind me, cause I'm still new. Yeah. Is that yeah. the same event as the, the, the cookout for kids sake? Or cookout. So, it, okay. so last year it was volley for kids sake and we had volleyball and cornhole. And every year we look at every event that we put on and we say, is this moving the needle? Is this fun? Are people enjoying it? Because that's a great event that bigs and littles can come to and people can bring their family. Folks yep. aren't going to really bring their kids to the gala. So we want to make sure that we're kind of balancing those out. And so we, we changed it to cookout for kids sake because we want to make sure that if you're, oh, I'm not a volleyball player, that you weren't prohibited to coming to it. You could still have just as much fun. Right. So that event has been canceled, obviously, uh, due to the situation that we're in. But we still wanted to hope because people like that event, right? Yeah. And it's kind of yeah. the beginning of summer and going to the park and stuff and, and leading into um, uh, Memorial Day weekend as well. So we have shifted focus and we have made it a virtual event and we have now uh, renamed it Cooking for Kids Sake. And it is going to be a virtual cooking class held by Chef uh, Kayla Nelson, who uh, works at, and, I, and she might own, I might misspeak here, but I think it's her business, uh, Sage Nourishment. And so she is going to be holding a virtual cooking class um, and it's open to everyone. It's a free event. So even if you live in Colorado or Denver, absolutely join. And if you don't, you know, if you know a friend in another state or somewhere else that just would like a cooking class or um, is interested in Big Brothers Big Sisters, you know, this is a great opportunity to get some exposure there. And that's the beauty behind a virtual event is that it's, it's kind of open to everyone. But um, it's a free event. We're going to do a cooking class. and But we will be promoting don donations because this is a fundraising event at the end of the day. And as Tiamo yeah. had talked about, um, you know, our, our funds that normally come in at this time are being halted. Right. And, and yes. that impacts yeah. the organization that impacts not only the people that work for the organization, the bigs, and of course the littles that we serve. So even though this is a free event, we will be encouraging people to, to, to donate and rumor on the street the menu has not been finalized, but rumor on the street is it's going to be kind of more a cookout kind of feel to it. There's going to be burgers on the menu. I know there's going to be a side that's going to be made and then there's going to be a dessert. And, and I have heard that it might incorporate s'mores in some shape, way or form. So <laughs> it's awesome. nothing too complex, which is what we wanted to do was it was something that's fun. Um, and also, you know, your family, your kids, uh, you know, your, your little can join as well. So nothing too complex. And what's going to happen is it's going to be a Facebook live event and we will send out the recipe and the ingredients beforehand. So that gives you time to go to the store because we know there are some limitations still to get the ingredients uh, that you need. And so details are coming. 
Um, but be on the lookout for that. And you can definitely keep up with that with uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters of Colorado in their Facebook page. But I thought that was just a great example of how we have shifted and so many organizations have yeah, shifted yeah. throughout this. And so I've done one virtual cooking class. I think you have done one. Yeah, with yeah. Work we, as did well. a, we did a grilled cheese and tomato soup, which is really funny because it was one of our employees was like, we're going to do this. I'm going to, I'm happy to do it. He's really like his food is just so tasty and delicious. Like, every time he brings in something, I'm, I ask him, are you certain you made this? Is this really your food? But yeah. he did the grilled cheese and tomato soup. And you think what, how easy, you know, I know how to make grilled cheese, but it was the most delicious grilled cheese. And also the, the way that he made the tomato soup, I've never made tomato soup from scratch. It was so fun. We just had a blast. And so it's, it's, I'm looking forward to this cooking class and I do look forward to it. And the idea of some of those more basic things that you think you should have done that you don't really have done. Yeah. The last time I did, so uh, through my company Workday, uh, Workday works with Kayla uh, pretty frequently. And so she did a virtual class and there was some, there was just like a small tip about cutting an onion that I was like, wow, this <laughs> made my blown. life. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of those type of things. And um, so it'll be fun. It'll be easy. Also, I know people that, you know, are saying, oh, I don't know how to cook. And it's like, well, you're going to have someone that's going to walk you through each and every one of this. So cooking for kids sake is on Thursday, May 21st from six to seven 30 mountain time. Um, so that'll be when the event is on Facebook live. And like I said, additional details are to, to come, but excited, um, for that. And so outside of that, do we have, I can't remember, do we have anything on the radar, any more virtual events, or are we kind of still planning them out? Um, nothing virtual, external. We're doing a lot of internal connections just because one of the benefits of being on the board, like I mentioned, is the networking. We have yeah. industries across the across Denver. We have people driving from quite a, a far distance. So we're doing a lot as far as internal connecting and, and having some coffee chats because I love going to, to lunch with people. I love going to coffee with people and getting to know others because I, I love to stay connected in Denver and know what's happening. And I love to feel like I have my pulse on on what's happening and being at home, being remote, I feel like that's kind of missing for folks. So I would say uh, the biggest thing is for people to look at biglittlecolorado.org for our website because that ha has all of the events that we'll be posting, whether they're virtual or not. And then um, it's hashtag BBBSC, stay connected, is what we're working on for the campaign right now. And so that's going on Twitter, that's going on Facebook, that's going on LinkedIn. And so just a way, which on, honestly, the, hi the highlight of the campaign is a way for us to stay connected to our littles and, and yeah. you know, during this strange time, and it's definitely a strange time for them too. They're at home yeah. all the time being taught by their parents that a lot of their parents either have lost their jobs or are hustling just, you know, as we all are to, to make sure that they're providing education and yeah. work and balancing all of those things. So I would, I'd highly recommend keeping posts um, up to date on any of our social media, but also on the website, just because some of the, the, September gala and some of those other things are already on there. And so fingers crossed that we can see everyone in person and do them in person. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm definitely excited for the gala. I know we kind of um, proactively pushed it back. So yes. fingers crossed that we, we still get to get to have that happen. And um, one thing I did want to touch on was um, the networking. So that was, you know, in addition to loving this organization, the one reason I love being on uh, this board is the networking opportunity. But I know we, when we get back to normal times, whatever that may be, um, we hold kind of, um, I think you touched on this, but happy hours or events for people to come and just learn 
Um, and it's a great way to learn about the organization, but also network. And so, you know, connecting people is, is important at this time, whether we're talking about bigs and littles or just the board in general, or, you know, people, what do we call, I'm new to Denver. Are they Denverites? I've lived in Denver forever. Maybe (laughs) Denverites. Connect people. Never referred to it. Let's do it. Connect people from Denver. Um, Okay. So we've got some of that information here. Um, You know, social media, the, the website to keep up with everything that's going on and the events. I hope to see, um, you know, a lot of you folks uh, at the cooking club uh, on the 21st. One thing I did want to ask you, because you've been a big, you've been involved. What is your favorite thing about being a big? Oh gosh, I am, I'm not an emotional person. I'm not a hugger. I don't, I rarely cry. And the, I was asked by the state board to come in and, and say, a a big moment. So we always share a mission moment. And so on both boards, you share about an experience because some of the associate board members and state board members, they aren't bigs or they haven't been bigs in a while. So you want to make sure that they're still connected to the the cause and what we're working towards. And so I was asked to come in and share a moment and I nearly cried and everyone's like, I was so emotional. And I was like, I don't know what just came over me. This is crazy. But it's just the idea of my little had been in, uh, she, her mother went to jail. Her father passed away. She had been in in foster care for quite a while and she was finally being adopted. And she has these two amazing dads that adopted her and her two little brothers. Mm -hmm. And just seeing her growth and day one, we were connected day one. And, and my match, um, my program specialist who matched us said, you know, I've never seen two people hit it off like this. And I said, Oh, you have to tell everyone that. So we feel special. Don't you? And she goes, no, I'm serious. And we, we didn't want the night to end. I'm at her house and she's showing me her gymnastics and we're talking and we're jumping ahead on there's these great, the program specialists are so prepared and they came in and, you know, uh, what do you like? And, and my little was like, oh, this, and we're going back and forth. And it was just that magical moment. And no matter what, I have these stressful days and, you know, you're fighting traffic to get their house, to pick them up, to do the activity. Like, oh gosh, like this traffic, it's the worst. And you get there and just the little things, <clears throat> just the little things like, I'm so happy you're here. I missed you so much. And you're like, yeah, yeah. You missed me? Why? I didn't do anything cool. We, we swam and played mermaids. And we both pretend to be these crazy stories. But you realize these little impacts and the little things. My little has the best memory. She, memor- she will remember anything. She's like, in three days, it's your birthday. Do you know that? I'm like, oh, my, I forgot it was my birthday. How do you remember <laughs> that? But she has this amazing memory. And it's just, it is this crazy connection. And just to see, um, she has, like I mentioned, two dads and two brothers, and now they adopted another little boy. So she's outnumbered by, by, yeah, by men yeah. for sure in her house. And, you know, just coming over and seeing little things. I'm like, you know, again, what, what do I have to offer somebody? And she's in my closet and she's trying on every single high heel that I have. And it's these little things that you don't recognize that you were taught in your family in some capacity. You were passed mm-hmm. down. You, you figured out what right, what's the right silverware. You figured out uh, to say yes and, and please, and these small things that you're taught along the way, but if someone doesn't teach you, you don't learn them. And that's what I just, I get such joy out of it. And it's funny because at the end of the year, we asked everyone to make at least a year commitment in the community program. And yeah. at the end of the year, the program specialist asked if you're going to continue on, but they don't want to set expectations for the, the child or their family. If you're, if you're like, no, that was as much as I can, can volunteer. Yeah. And so my little was so upset. She's like, we're ending, you know, it's, it's coming to an end. I'm like, over my dead body. What are you talking about? No, no way. No. And it was just such an exciting thing. So there's, there's so many things that I love about it, but I really do 
if you're not taught to budget, if you're not taught to eat well, all of these things, and if, in, like I mentioned, her, her parents are amazing, that her, and they formally adopted her, and it's so exciting, but now it's, you know, 10 years later, when she finally got into this family, that's yeah. 10 years that she needs these extra love and support and these extra ideas, and it's great that her parents are already giving it to her now, but now I can can come in with some additional guidance and another viewpoint. And so yeah. there's, there's so much that I love about it, but it, it really, everyone says this and it sounds super corny, but I get just as much as I put in and oh, yeah. I leave at the end of the night and I was like, Oh my gosh. Okay. She taught me another thing. Great. Great. Well, so when I was a big, uh, well, let's backtrack a little bit. So when you said you did your little, uh, big moment for the board, the state board, I did a big moment for my first associate board meeting and I cried. So it happens and I'm not it's the just most a thing. Like, I guess it's a thing. I just cried. Like I had I had I, I was like, what is happening? Why is this happening? But um but like you said, yeah, my little, even though she was seven, was cooler than I would ever be. You know? And so <laughs> uh I, I think I think it's it also allows you to kind of let loose a little bit because you're with a kid, right? And, yes. and they don't take themselves seriously. And like you said, you know, you're leaving work and you're sitting in traffic and you're like, oh, I have so much to do. But then you kind of get there and you're like, oh, all right, we're going to play mermaids or, or whatever. Yeah. My, yeah. my little was really into sports. Uh, she was into skateboarding, actually. I, I had to do some research on some skateboarding, but <laughs> still, that was just kind of what we did. And so I highly encourage people to look into it, to volunteer if they can. And as Tiamo mentioned, there's different programs that you can do to kind of really test the waters, right? You have sports buddies where, you know, they organize it for, on Saturdays for you. You meet up with that child on the weekends. And then you have Mentor 2.0, which is really helping them a lot more on the education side and navigating high school socially and academically and then uh, post-graduation. So, you know, maybe it's college, maybe it's a trade, maybe it's the military. But the idea is that they do something after high school. Um, yes. so you're yes. going to help them with that. And then community based like Tiamo is in, and that gives you a lot more freedom. You mm -hmm. can go to their house. They can come to your house. You can do outings. You can go to the park. You can go to a baseball game. You can go to dinner. You have a lot more freedom. So I guess, depending on what your, um, how much bandwidth you have, you know, those different programs are certainly helpful. Um, and even in the community program, which I, this is why uh, you know, where does the money go? The money goes, every dollar that we give goes to support the, these matches and make sure that they're successful in, in the community program at least once a quarter, if not every month, they have some type of an activity. So they did an anniversary celebration for us where they brought pizza in and we got to go to Big Brothers Big Sisters headquarters and we were playing all these different games. They send out even when you're your first day of matching, here's 25 different activities you can do. Here's some organizations that give discounts for you know, a burger at Red Robin. There's yeah. there so much support. They call you monthly to make sure that you're okay. And you, if you need anything, and then they also call the little and their family to make sure that they're still enjoying the, the match. And so there's a lot of behind the scenes. And I think that's what people don't comprehend. Mm -hmm. and, and specifically in other organizations, like, well, it's just, you know, the volunteer going out and doing stuff, right? So what's, what's, where's the money go? And there's so much behind the scenes. And as I mentioned, the, the program specialists, they don't want to match any kid with just any adult. They really want to make sure it's a, it's a, a beneficial match that they're, had, they have similar interests, they have similar growth opportunities. So there's so much work that goes behind the scenes. Yeah. But I just feel like we don't praise enough because you don't see it. And when it magically works, you're like, great, it works. So. Yeah. Well, and that's actually one thing. So the special, the, the support specialist that you have, another thing I get a lot of times where people are like, well, you know, I, I don't want to be their parent or I don't want to like it's intervene if something serious is going on. 
one thing just to, to make sure everyone understands is you're not their parent, right? Mm -hmm. um, you're there to advise, you're there to be the big brother or the big sister. Um, you are in communication with their parents as well, but you're also not a social worker. So yeah. if there is something that is very serious, um, like abuse or something like that, you go to your support specialist and they will kind of take it from there. So, so I know that's always a hesitation of, you know, if something's going on, what do I do? I'm not a social worker. I'm not a police officer. I don't know how to deal with this. And that's okay. Big Brothers Big Sisters gives you the resources to reach out and they kind of take it on from there. So again, where does the money go? It goes to those behind the scenes things yeah. and people that are maintaining these relationships, making sure everything is good, um, putting on events. And then of course, mm -hmm. you know, we got to, we got to pay the member or the, the employees of, of big brothers, big sisters too. <laughs> That's fair. I think we yeah. should. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. So there's a lot of different ways that you can be involved and give back. Um, I actually know a good friend of mine who has just recently signed up to be a big in New York. Um, so, you know, it, it, you know, spread the word, share the mission, be involved in any shape, way or form that you can, as we talked about different ways. Yeah. And, um, and so it's, this podcast was to share what we're doing, but also a little bit of call to action to yeah. all my listeners and, and the people that, um, you know, live in Colorado and Denver, but also cities and states have local Big Brothers Big Sisters organizations as well. So I will leave all of you with that. I don't know, Tiamo, if you have any final words just about your experience or what we're trying to do or the mission or anything that you want to. I, I would just call it again, the website, um, biglittlecolorado.org. And I highly recommend looking at some of the events. And, and like I said, and we kind of talked about this, but the event that we put on, is called the Big Network. It's the happy hour. I hope that we host them again. Potentially we'll, we'll do some virtual ones, but that's a chance for board members, friends of, of bigs, bigs themselves to all come together. And we find some great local establishment that we attend uh, in person typically. And that's great because you can ask questions. And there's usually someone that's part of every organ, every they're doing some type of program, whether 2.0 or uh, community or sports buddies, or they're on the board, or they're just a friend. And it's just so fascinating to get these people in one room because a lot of their questions are answered in a more informal way. And obviously the, the team at Big Brothers Big Sisters of Colorado will also answer them in a formal way. Yeah. But this is, it's just, it's having a drink and, and just kind of relaxing and getting to know. And a lot of employees uh, attend that as well. Yeah. So it's really a, a chance to pick everybody's brain. So I would recommend keeping up the website also on and any social media. We're, we're social media crazy. So I would highly recommend participating in any way. And, and again, it's just because you don't have extra dollars maybe this year to, to hand out, you definitely have some great skills or ideas for one time that you might want to share. So feel free to reach out to me and, or anyone at the organization, just because I think that there's other ways you could give back. 100% agreed. And so if you guys want to keep up with what we're doing here at Big Brothers Big Sisters, I will be posting about this on Trailblazing Text on Instagram and uh, Twitter. But Big Brothers Big Sisters of Colorado also have their own handles, Big Little, uh, Big Little CO, uh, Big Little Colorado. So you can follow everything that they're doing. And I, of course, share quite a bit as well. So I appreciate you coming on, Tiamo. Uh, I, I am grateful that you and I have connected so early in my like new life in, in Denver. And uh, Me too. I, I appreciate everything that you do for the board and the, and the leadership that you bring. And uh, I will see you virtually on the 21st at the Cook, uh, cook for Kids Sake. Sounds great. Thanks so much. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.